0: You're listening to Not Average Politics. Common Sense Politics. Follow on Twitter at Not Av Politics. Audio on iTunes, TuneIn, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Now get ready to make Internet Talk Radio great again, because it's time to talk about politics. Oh, and some other stuff. And. We are back from the YouTube exclusive segment. If you guys missed that, we talked about Miley Annopoulos being banned from Twitter. You can go check that out on our YouTube channel if you're listening to the audio format of this on Google Play, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, wherever. Go ahead, go back to the YouTube channel and check that out. But today's podcast, we'll be talking about the RNC, and basically that's all we'll be talking about. Um, I am joined by Austin to help analysisize this, analyze this. Um, and yeah, this is the Not Average Politics podcast, and let's get right into it. So, basically, let's start out with kind of an intro to the RNC by saying, what is the RNC? The RNC is the Republican National Convention. It is where the Republicans pick their presidential and vice presidential candidate for the office of the President of the United States of America. And... There's a lot of controversy over it because Donald Trump and Mike Pence were picked, and people didn't like that necessarily. Most Republicans liked it, if you look at the delegation. Colorado stood up and left, so, I mean, they didn't. They clearly were not down for that, but I think that's kind of a inappropriate move to make. You should still support your party no matter who they pick. Um. And, yeah, that's basically what... The convention is, it's a week-long event, there are tons of speakers, there are rallies all around the campus, um, there were Citizens for Trump rally, and America United rally, no, there was a Gays for Trump rally, there was, there are all kinds of rallies for all these different movements, Latinos for Trump and stuff like that, and basically it's just a giant party. Actually a lot of the delegates sometimes don't even get much sleep because they just go out and party after all the speaking's done, and go to bars and whatnot. I think it would be a lot of fun to be a delegate and go to the convention, because it's literally just a week-long party, and you listen to speakers all day, and then you go party at night. So...
1: Yeah. Six Flags, men stole the party, though. So he stole the show. Yeah. That's who I'm calling Rudy. Oh, yeah. Six Flags, man.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that in the uh, the second portion of the show, the second half hour. Um, But yeah... Something that I do want to cover is a lot of people were predicting the overthrow of Trump, and that most certainly did not happen. Um, Yeah, nobody overthrew Trump. They got together a petition to try and unbind the delegates, but that didn't even get through all the way. So, yeah, that never happened. And essentially what they were trying to do with that petition is a bunch of the delegates got together, signed a piece of paper, and they're like, hey, we should all be unbound. So that means that no delegates have to vote the way that they're supposed to. They can just vote based off their own personal feelings and not the way that the people back in their home state voted. So they tried to do that so that they could hopefully organize enough people to vote for somebody other than Trump that Trump wouldn't get it. petition never made it through, and Trump was nominated, and Mike Pence was nominated along with him. So, yeah. Overthrow Trump never happened. We'll talk about Cruz's speech, because a lot of people thought that Cruz would try and take it with his speech. But that'll be in the second half hour of the show also and in general what are your opinions on the rnc austin
1: I, probably one of the best rncs ever like yeah I mean there but there, there's always been memes at the rnc there's like when when clint eastwood like kicked that chair in like that yeah. was pretty cool but like this people this wanted the return like,
0: of the chair though they yeah, wanted them to definitely, resurrect definitely,
1: the chair this is definitely the meme like yeah, probably the best RNC. There were
0: people like all on right. Twitter and stuff calling for the chair to give a speech to find the original chair and just put it up in front of the microphone.
1: <laughs> I think Clint Eastwood should have came back too.
0: Yeah, is that he a Trump supporter?
1: Good. I don't know. I probably. I don't know.
0: I don't know. He's gotten pretty old. He either old. really
1: does, he either really does or really doesn't.
0: Yeah, like, people people as they age, they start getting out of politics because they just don't want to deal with that and all the stress and stuff so i don't know if he's reached that point yet but he is getting older yeah it it was a good rnc i liked a lot of the theatrics and staging and stuff of it and the freaking wwe entrance for trump that was great they needed very more fog fitting. machines though there wasn't much fog if any fog at all yeah
1: i think you i think it was the life and death of many politicians
0: yeah it definitely it was, was very good Yup.
1: it's probably more entertaining than the dnc for sure like i don't know yeah. yeah and next week's
0: next week's podcast will be all about the dnc and we'll see what we can scratch together about that but honestly i don't think they'll be able to top the rnc that was a great convention i
1: don't know maybe maybe hillary will actually take off her suit and show her armor that's underneath her and like actually become a robot that yeah to top it i think you see that video of her, like, spazzing out? Like, I'm pretty sure she's a robot. Like, I, I actually <laughs> am convinced that she's a robot.
0: What was she doing?
1: She... like, some like some chick asked her a question, I don't even remember what the question was, and then she, like, had a seizure or something like that. Like, she was, like, her, like, her head was, like, just, like, twitching. I was like... It was like, in my mind, it was like when a robot, like, when a computer gets so much information that it doesn't know what to do and just starts spazzing out. Like, that's what I think of, and that's why I think she's a robot.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Even more of a robot than Rubio was.
1: Yeah, like more robot than Rubio. Like he just kept repeating himself. But I mean, <laughs> he out. Like, what what am I supposed to do against that?
0: I'm sad that Kasich didn't attend. Let's talk about some of the attendees and non attendees. Because Kasich, he he kind of attended because I think he was like on the outside of the convention, kind of. But he never like actually went in. He didn't speak or anything. But I'm sad because I missed the crab claws. You know, during all the debates, he'd be up there and he'd be making the crab claw. That would motion. have been great. Well, he no. would have,
1: he would have been with, he would have been with Cruz, so his speech would have been awful. But at least he would have had Ted like our crab claws in. That would have been nice. Yeah. It's been a while. Since Cruz.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll talk about Cruz's speech, but I thought he did a pretty good job on it. Um. Uh, people that attended. I mean, basically all of the Republican candidates except for Kasich and rubio attended rubio sent a video speech so he still spoke there but through video indirectly um yeah Kasich was basically it if i remember right at least of the big mainstream candidates some of the littler ones that didn't matter as much i don't know if they were there but yeah because christy spoke and yeah it was great We'll talk about Christie's speech a little bit because we don't have it slotted during the speech analysis. Um, Christie's speech was pretty good because he just – he basically just went after Hillary for his entire speech. And how he did that is since he was
1: <laughs> – it, it was just reminding me of one of his, uh, his debate speeches. That's all it was. I'm pretty sure he just reused his debate speech because that's all he did during the debates too. He was yeah. just like, Hillary, 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 but he, uh, but he Hillary did it, Rodham Clinton.
0: He did it. Um, Using his background as a prosecutor, so his entire speech was him presenting the case against Hillary as a prosecutor in the court. And he allowed the audience at the RNC and watching uh, at home to be the jury and say whether she's guilty or not guilty, which I thought was really cool. And having that interaction with the audience really helps your speech and get your your ideas through to the people.
1: Hillary Rodham Clinton, she will burn... (laughs) Uh, just the way he says "Rodham," it triggers <laughs> you, man. like it triggers he you. You can't just say Hillary. He can't say Hillary. He can't say Hillary Clinton. It's just got to be Hillary Rodham Clinton.
0: Yeah, there was so a good. there was a college near that area. It was like kind of a Ritzier, like super high end college, but they were offering like counseling mm-hmm. to the students um, that were being emotionally they were that were being emotionally distressed because of the republican national convention that was occurring like five miles away so i thought that was a bit much (laughs) these people don't agree with you so you need to need to get some counseling you know because it's going to hurt you that badly emotionally to hear people who don't agree with you yeah it was crazy i read that on the daily caller i think i'm really starting to read the daily caller more i like a lot of their articles and stuff And I I can safely say that I'm going to need a safe space, I think, for this DNC. Like, Democrats usually aren't that bad. But just what the party's evolved into, this giant regressive movement, like, it just triggers me with the mention of the Democrats. So, yep. Definitely, we'll need to prepare a safe space, Austin. We need to have a DNC party and build a safe space and lock ourselves in it during the DNC week. So... we'll go ahead and take our first break and then we're going to get into some speech analysis and then after that we're going to talk about protests and do some chill time and comment section and read some comments from the chat so make sure you guys chat ask questions and do whatever to prepare us for the end of the show but for now we're going to take a break We are back from that quick break, and we're going to be talking about these speeches at the Republican National Convention, and I've chosen one, two, three, four, five speeches that we're going to talk about. All of them were very good, um, and or bad, and or whatever. So we're going to start off with Milana Trump. Uh, Her speech was really good. And she did a very good job of speaking it. The problem is that, like, five of the lines from the speech were pretty much exact copies of Michelle Obama's speech at the DNC in 2008. And that is a problem. And one of the speechwriters for the Trump campaign admitted that... um, he she i don't know if it was a man or a woman i think it was a woman i think yeah she um that she had been reviewing previous first lady's speeches um and had written down some lines from them and really liked michelle obama's but then she kind of threw them out and was writing the speech but then she just kind of wrote along those same lines just because that was in her mind and she liked it um i don't know if people want to believe that or not i don't really i mean it was just those were good quotes and i don't think they should have been used in the speech maybe modeled some things after that but they were pretty much exact quotes of what michelle obama had said so it was just kind of a mess but milana trump she did a very good job um and yeah i think i think she did a great job speaking um her immigrant story really helps out trump with immigrants the fact that she's a woman helps Trump out with the female vote. And yeah, do you have any opinions on the plagiarism of Michelle Obama? Yep. Yeah. I don't know I don't know, yeah, but see the problem there is that Michelle Obama is supposed to be the enemy, so appreciating her is not a uh... yeah but but the way the way that like the Republican establishment sees it is that she's the enemy. I don't really think she's the enemy, but that's just the way that it was received. <laughs> yeah, well, they're supposed to, like, help the women and children in this country through, like, charitable campaigns and stuff. That's not politically motivated. Yeah, I don't like Michelle Obama just because she forced things on me via school lunch. Like, I don't want to eat whole-grain noodles. Like, nobody wants that. I like whole-grain, like, pizza crust, but, like, noodles is too far. Also, brown rice is too far. Brown rice is disgusting. Yeah. Actually... I'm being oppressed because I can't do that. No matter how much I eat, I can't get fat just because I have a high metabolism, like eat 6,000 calories a day and not gain a pound. Yeah. Yeah. My metabolism is going to like drop in the middle of college and I'm just going to gain like 400 pounds. Yeah, probably. But let's move on. Let's move on to Rudy Giuliani.
1: Oh, shoot. Of course, he's gonna have the best speech. Austin, awesome. like, I just
0: realized you were muted for the whole Milana Trump thing.
1: <laughs> I've been muted?
0: Yes, I accidentally had you muted. Nice. And the broadcasting software.
1: Nice. Have <laughs> I been muted the entire time? or No, is just, just, this, just just the Milana Trump. Alright, in, in a gist, basically, uh, I think first ladies should not
0: exist. Oh. Uh yeah I don't, I don't go well, and say anything. welcome to the worst podcast on the internet where i mute austin for an I'm entire you, it's because entire eric's segment. not here like yeah eric eric's the glue that holds this podcast together he's got that deep darth vader well, he's voice been and without for that for so
1: long like yeah he's I, in I,
0: canada I, uh, I think he's converted what, uh, he's gonna come back and yeah. he's gonna be wearing like a uh, carl marx wearing a Karl marx shirt yeah. and he's gonna be like we need communism He
1: he's definitely getting vote jill that, stein but yeah that the, i mean anyone who spends like a month i don't know how long he's been there he's been there for,
0: for like three weeks now no. but yeah um yeah giuliani i think he had the best speech and i think his mistakes in it were hilarious because it was the best speech from the bottom to the top <laughs> and if yeah. you are watching this on the audio version or listening to this on the audio version what he did is at one point in his speech he was talking about something from the bottom to the top side to side and when he said bottom he put his hand up and then when he said top he put his hand down yeah nobody really caught that i know my dad did when we were watching that i didn't even notice it really but yeah his mistakes were interesting yeah yeah there were just a couple like quirky little mistakes in his speech but it just made it more interesting and he got that crowd like riled up. Like it was definitely like one of the best speeches of the entire event. He's a really good speaker. He's the former mayor of New York City. If you don't know who he is, Rudolph Giuliani. People usually call him Rudy. But yeah, do you think it was the best speech?
1: I think it was the best speech of the convention. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't and, like it was Donald my Trump Trump speech favorite because it was just like any other speech that he would give. I, I like really his
0: speech. Loud. Well, it wasn't, like, his usual style. He, like, slowed it down, and he wasn't just like, it's gonna be huge! He actually, like, explained things. Honestly,
1: I thought that, like, he got punched in the jaw or something, just the way he was talking. Like, it sounded really weird to me. I don't know. It it looked like he was high or something, like, just the way he...
0: Yeah, he's high on that nomination. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess. (laughs) Let's move on to Ted Cruz, who actually committed political suicide during the Republican National Convention. He had Wait, a beautiful.
1: Do we have a slot? Do we have a slot to talk about what happened to Alex Jones?
0: No, we... we'll talk about. Well, that's kind of protesty, so we'll talk about that during the protest. I section. guess that's kind of. So, um, yeah, but Ted Cruz has <laughs> a beautiful speech in it. Oh, he, really good speech. He outlines... actually,
1: I take that back. That's the best speech of the convention. I he outlines
0: some things. That were more Trumpish that he didn't have during his campaign. So everybody's like, "Oh my God, he's going to support Trump." He's saying these things that are leaning more towards Trump. <laughs> and then in the end, he tells people to vote their conscience and vote for candidates up and down the ticket. And everybody like explodes in the audience, booing, and he literally gets booed off stage. Donald Trump comes out from like backstage early, like unplanned, and just like walks out, steals the spotlight. All the cameras turn on him and off crews, and it was hilarious because it was literally political suicide. The Texas delegation were chanting for him to keep his pledge to the Republican Party and support Donald Trump. They were chanting it, keep your pledge, his own delegation. And then he does that, and everybody just explodes, and he will not be reelected. He is dead as a politician now.
1: Yeah, uh, definitely, which is good because I hate him.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't like him at all. He looks like a rat in his facial expressions, like right after he said <laughs> those devote <laughs> your conscience, he Actually, literally looks like a rat.
1: I think we need Ted Cruz for the political memes, like the, all the Twitter memes that he made, like yeah. he's just a weird guy. Like I, I, that's the one thing I'll say about him. He's just weird. Like yeah. I've never met a weird person in my
0: entire life. Well, I've never met him, but like. I think he's, he's more weird. egotistical than Trump. And yeah, it's, it's worse because he's, like, quiet about it. Like, Trump's just, like, out there, you know. Oh, shoot, I just hit my microphone. My hand movements. He's just, like, Trump's out there. He's, like, you know, we're going to make America great again. You know, I'm going to do it. Me, me, me. And then Ted Cruz is in the background, like, talking, you know, like, we the people, you need to do this, you need to do this. But all along, just his facial expressions are proving to you that he literally is just feeding off of people wanting to follow him. Like, he just feeds off the people wanting to follow him. Trump, however, his ego feeds off himself. Like, he doesn't need people. For him to have a huge ego, so. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know. I love Ted Cruz for the memes, hate him for the person. So it's.
0: Yeah, but Mike Pence, he had a pretty generic speech. I would say it was good, but it was, like it was it was kind of but... generic. Yeah, I don't like Mike Pence just because of how conservative he is. That's actually a good
1: word for Mike Pence. Just generic.
0: Yeah, he is. Well, that's his intent. He's supposed to be generic to tame down the extravagance of Trump. And also, he's a party insider, so he can pull some of those Republican, like staunch Republicans from the party to support the Trump campaign. And that's how he's intended. He's extremely conservative. I do like that he has lower taxes in Indiana. I like how fiscally conservative he is. But then you go to the social side, and he's still conservative. And he doesn't support yeah, gay marriage like, and the stuff like is, that. The problem
1: is, like, I hear people in Indiana don't like him. That, that's not really good for, like, your vice
0: president. He's, he's a good governor of Indiana, but yeah, his reception from the people of Indiana isn't too, too good. Just because he's improved their economy and everything, and that's all great, but socially, they've regressed. So, yeah. Not so hot on the social side of things, but I do think, fiscally, he's pretty good. And I'm okay with him being the VP-ish. I'm not a huge... Giant fan of him. Not gonna be out there shouting, you know, Trump Pence, but yeah.
1: I think it was a poor vice pre- vice president pick. Honestly, I think, I think it was... the whole appeal. I think the whole appeal of Trump is anti-establishment, kind of like in their face, like
0: yeah. But but Pence it, but... Pence's views are establishment kind of, but not really. Like he's a part of the establishment, but his views don't generally follow like establishment necessarily. So he's kind of an outsider-ish person who also has establishment ties, which kind of made him good for Trump. So I see why, politically, it's tactically sound to have Mike Pence as the VP pick.
1: I would have been fine with Christie, honestly.
0: No, we don't need that. We don't need Christie as VP. No?
1: Mm, I mean, realistically, the vice president doesn't do that much, so it's not that big a deal. Yeah,
0: the problem is Trump probably wouldn't get elected if Christie was the VP.
1: Well, think about this, though. If our if our 4chan theories are correct, and Trump is literally just a pawn for Mike Pence to become president.
0: Yeah, but those theories aren't correct because they're from 4chan.
1: Right, but they could be, though. So he could just step down day one. The Republicans yeah. are using them as a tool.
0: But anyway, let's move on talk about Donald Trump's speech. It was long. It was generic at points, but I think he did a lot better than he had than he had been doing because he explained more things, I feel like. Before, he was just kind of like, it's going to be huge. We're going to make America great again. We're going to um, negotiate well, trade yeah, deals. But he, he actually, said, like, went into depth with his speech. See,
1: that's how, that's how he gets elected, right? Like, he says all this crazy stuff that doesn't really have any backing, So people are like, yeah, I want that guy. And then now he's like, all right, now I can actually tell them how it works because that's how you actually get your, uh, your elected into your party, right? You have to just be as crazy as possible. In my opinion, that's why during the, the primary, Clinton won, right? Like, clearly, Bernie's a better choice here, but
0: but Bernie you know, was the Hillary. one that was like crazier. He had the crazier ideas and stuff. Hillary's pretty tame. Pretty yeah, but moderate. they were
1: more like they were more like I don't know. They they appeal to they appeal to the kids, right? Like. I guess yeah. they are pandering. I guess in the case of the DNC, all you have to do is have insider people. You know, yeah, the DNC
0: just panders to as many minorities as they can, and if they can collect enough minorities, then they can overcome the majority of whatever the issue is. True. So that's kind of how the DNC works. And that's generally a good thing, allowing minorities to overcome the majority, but in some of the situations in the current political spectrum, that is not a good thing. So Because they're wanting to go too far in overtaking the majority. So, yeah, Donald Trump's speech was good. It was generic at times. I feel like he could have put some more fire behind it. But other times it was great. The audience got super engaged and yeah, it was a good mix of things. And I think he did it very well. And there's not really much to say about it. So, yep. Also, I'd like to talk a little bit about Trump's kids. I thought they did a really good job speaking. Um, They focused more on talking about him as a person and allowing the American people to kind of get a personal view of who Donald Trump is, and I thought that was very good for Donald Trump politically, um, just to become more personal with the American people, because a lot of people just see him as a blonde-haired, egotistical psychopath. Yeah, Oompa Loompa, orange, spray tan, and yeah that was that was really nice of his kids to speak so kindly of him and yeah i don't really have anything else to say about donald trump do you i mean yeah that's it okay so we're gonna go ahead and have our second break and then we'll be right back talking about protests such as the code pink stuff the flag burning um and what austin was talking about with alex jones was it yeah it was alex jones So we will be right back. And we are back, and Austin is unmuted, so we will not have um, him, or we will have him for the first segment here, unlike we did in the last half hour of the show. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about the protests at the RNC, starting with Code Pink, who were the most prominent protesters, because they basically snuck people into the actual convention center who held up, like, sign flag things. They were cloth signs that said all kinds of things about immigration, women, whatever, and Code Pink's a huge organization that basically supports protests and stuff around for uh, their, they have very leftist ideologies and stuff like that. One of their, one of their signs was, um, I think it was build, yeah, build bridges, not walls. That was what one of their signs said. Basically, they interjected, and every time one of those Code Pink flags came out, all the media just turned the cameras right on them and took it off whoever was speaking, including Donald Trump. One of them came out during Donald Trump's speech. And Donald Trump actually stopped speaking and just looked at the lady up at the top row until the cameras turned back to him. So I thought that was interesting. Good memes. Yeah, so Code Pink, they snuck a bunch of people in, held up those flags. Uh, some of the... Uh, People in the audience had American flags and they actually like would walk over and like cover up the code pink sign with an American flag so that people couldn't read it. I thought that was an interesting idea. And they always got escorted out by the police um, after they would show their sign. And a lot of the audience would try and take their sign away from them and like tear it up and stuff. But moving on Uh, to some external... Uh, protests, really nothing happened like violence wise, the police did a very good job, but there was of course a guy who tried to burn an American flag as any good leftist would do, or I say leftist not all leftists do that any regressive would do because they're all about that anti-Americanism America's the worst country on earth and stuff like that, so he was basically out in the middle of a crowd people were like shoulder to shoulder and his bright idea and all of his knowledge, you know was to light a flag on fire in the middle of the crowd you know that's a great idea won't incite panic at all you know you're all shoulder to shoulder with people and you're basically holding this flag to your chest and you're like lighting it on fire because that's a great idea isn't it Austin? yeah
1: i mean it's a good idea
0: so basically this is safety hazard so the police come over they try and like stop him from doing it and the flag touches his pants and his pants catch on fire And then somebody pulls out like a little pocket fire extinguisher thing. I think the police had like for emergency situations, basically like a little kind of looks like a pepper spray, like one of the big pepper spray things. Only it's like a fire extinguisher and was like trying to put out the fire that's started here. And then if you watch the video, some of his fellow protesters and people in that crowd were trying to stick out their hands to block the fire extinguisher spray. And I hope that they realized or that they didn't realize that the dude was on fire and they were just trying to protect the flag from being put out, you know, because they're like, oh, we need to burn this flag. But they're like sticking their hands out in front of the fire extinguisher. So none of the spray can get on the guy who's on fire being held by police right now. They're trying to put it out while this dude's on fire. So that was just kind of a hilarious video, just pure chaos. And that was basically the only chaos that went on in the outdoor protests. Um, There were, of course, a ton of cameras on the protests. Actually, the police were saying that there were more Reporters and people from the press covering the protests outside than there were protests So it was actually very hard to like get anything done if you know Like the flag started burning because there were all these cameras just wandering around and you couldn't get anywhere Because people were just like oh my god There's gonna be so many protests at the RNC We need to get cameras on this and there are actually more press people there than the protesters themselves because of that so that created a problem but, yeah, let's talk about your thing that you brought up, Austin, that wasn't included in the doc.
1: Yeah, Alex Jones. Alex you know, Jones, yeah. Classic Alex Jones. Hold on, let me watch an Alex Jones video just so I can get the full immersion of it. Oh, I, can't, I can't even do his voice. It's like it's so raspy that. Yeah, if you don't know Alex Jones is, he's your classic uh, conservative conspiracy What's theorist, the name uh, of his show? It's the Alex Jones show.
0: No, but it's something warrior or whatever. Uh information? I don't even know. Info Wars. Info Wars, yeah.
1: Yeah. Alex okay. Jones. Yeah, can't even do it. Uh but who, yeah. who was the guy who spit on him? Was it the Young Turks? Think, Is yeah. That the one? Uh, yeah,
0: he was like one of the guys from the Young Turks, I think. I don't
1: like the Young Turks. Like I think I can safely say but the Young Turks might be the worst people in the entire world. I'll yeah. go ahead and say that. I don't like them at all. I don't um, yeah, I
0: can't I can't stand them.
1: So anyways, they're getting a pretty heated argument as, you know opposite sides of a spectrum usually do. And uh just straight up spits his face. Like what like not yeah. just a, a spit <laughs> like it is like actual... The dude like,
0: like turned into a sprinkler. Like how does how does a human being's saliva gland produce that much saliva?
1: It was impressive, I guess. It was
0: really impressive. And that is a testimony to what the Young Turks are. They are the worst leftist analysis of politics, show, media, whatever you want to call it, that exists. Because they get into a heated argument. The dude, like, can't answer the question or debunk Alex Jones' point. I don't really know what happened. So the dude just spits in his face. Yeah, that's how all good debaters do that. You know, You get up on the debate stage, you're like, you know... I don't know, the Green Party candidate for president, and somebody's like, yeah, you're stupid, so you just walk over and spit in their face.
1: Well, uh, also <laughs> another thing. The guy from Young Turks and Alex Jones are basically the same person, just on different sides of the spectrum. They all yell at each other. They always yell. That's their go-to. It's just, a, it, If I'm louder than you, then, then I'm right. That's, yeah. that's basically Alex Jones and the, what's this guy, Chint, Chint Uygur? Uger? yeah.
0: Yeah, so.
1: It was pretty funny, though. I, I I'll admit, Lauren Southern said it was the best part of the RNC, so. Um,
0: I, I still nice think the school. guy yeah, catching I... himself on fire trying to burn a flag was the funniest thing. <laughs> oh. uh, and just, just how stupid you have to be to think that it's a good idea to start a fire in the middle of a crowd that's literally shoulder to shoulder crowded.
1: I'm sure it's clearly legal. So I mean that's I, not it was
0: arson. Like he was going to catch other people on fire. He was basically attempting arson because other people's property and themselves were going to be burned by that flag. She
1: so. just wanted to protest, okay?
0: Yeah, and then they try and put it out and people start blocking the fire extinguisher. <laughs> and the dudes on fire and they're trying to put the fire out that's on him. And they're like, "Oh my god, they're coming makes... for the flag. Let's block them." <laughs> good uh good memes yeah there are some there are some good memes from this rnc that's like what made it the best one yet yeah so i
1: think google in history is one of the greatest yep i don't know how you topped that honestly all the stuff that went down i didn't even watch the rnc you don't even have to watch it to know what happened like that's how crazy it was
0: i watched it like the primetime coverage every night i didn't watch any of the lesser speeches though Then I also watched some of uh, Breitbart's stuff on it just because they were, just for the Twitter conflict there that we talked about in the uh, YouTube exclusive segment since their booths were literally across from each other, the Breitbart News and the Twitter. And, of course, Milo Yiannopoulos, who was just recently banned from Twitter, is the tech editor at Breitbart News. And, yeah, so he went over there a couple times and questioned Twitter executives. And it basically got to the point to where they were told that if anybody from Breitbart went over to the Twitter thing, both Twitter and Breitbart would get kicked out. So Breitbart just kept going over and nobody did anything just because they were just like, well, if we get kicked out, Twitter's going to get kicked out too. So let's just keep going over. (sighs) So yeah, it was hilarious. It was a, it was a good convention. I hope that the democratic convention can be as good and have as good of memes. Um, Hopefully Alex Jones goes to the democratic convention and spits in somebody's face that'll, I that'll how, make the convention i wonder
1: how pissed elizabeth warren is she didn't get vp
0: yeah i don't know she wasn't gonna be Hillary's, smart vp
1: hillary stands for her she's the women candidate. gotta have the wonder twins for the vp yeah she's like rawful, i'm not doing that
0: yeah the video
1: because <laughs> even she knows elizabeth warren's awful
0: yeah our next video on monday will be an analysis of the hillary clinton vp pick So stay tuned for that. And then I think Thursday we're going to be having... I think I'm going to do the college political agenda and why colleges having a political agenda and pushing that on their students is wrong. So, yeah, good videos this week. And, yeah, I didn't... I don't know if my chat's broken. We usually have wet bone chat talking and asking questions. But, yeah, if you guys do that, towards the end of the podcast, we'll always... Uh, look at those questions, answer them, just talk about what you guys are talking about. But yeah, we don't have that for today, so I guess we'll have to call it a call it a wrap. And we'll oh. see you guys next week, Saturday at 3 p.m. Central Time. Oh, just,
1: remember, just remember, Andrew, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott, Belinda Trump. Yep.
0: Special thanks to our contributors. Producer and host, Andrew. Writer and co host, Eric. Co writer and co host, Austin. And also a special thank you for those of you watching on YouTube.